welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, fellas. We appreciate it. It's a real First treat. guest since First guest. the world went to hell. Yep, it's great. Yes, sir. Ironically, we got a guy who was on the front lines <laughs> of that. Absolutely, <laughs> man. <laughs> Straight in China. Yeah, yeah, coming from the source, so feels good to be home, but... Yeah. Yeah, shit. How was the... I don't know. How was the culture shock? It was wild, man, and um, I'm a pretty adventurous guy, and... You know, I like to travel and, and whatnot. So going over there, I thought, you know, obviously it's it's a very different culture. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't think you can go to a different place in the in the world where you're going to have quite as much of uh, just a different lifestyle. But uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, we got there and, and the team was good. Like they uh, like organizationally, like they just kind of set everybody up uh, pretty well and and uh and then we, we were kind of going through the same thing with you know 20 other pretty much mostly north american guys that uh a lot of it, a lot of their their uh, first time as well so uh it was kind of nice to have people to go through that with we kind of just weren't uh getting thrown in with right, uh, right. with no one nobody to you know kind of relate to so mm-hmm. so it was so a lot of new players sense yeah so year? i think there was there's only like you know six or seven that um that had played on that team in the previous year oh really okay yeah so it was it was a pretty new team and and they're trying to trying to sign a lot of bigger guys and stuff this year and and trying to kind of build a, a solid team for these next couple of years and that's it seems like that's kind of what they've done i think uh i think there's going to be quite a few guys back uh for the next year or so so now that we've kind of all gone through it, know what we're doing a right. little bit at least, uh, it's it'll be probably a little smoother le- next year, and uh, especially if uh, a pandemic doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah, there. But uh, I was going to yeah. ask, how old is that team? Yeah, so I think was that only their... I think oh. this was their fourth year. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. They've been around for a little while. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. they were a little bit newer. But and that's, that's still pretty yeah. new. Still pretty new. Yeah. 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 And that's KHL. Yeah. That's KHL. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we're playing against teams there with. Uh, like these Russian teams, like I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. they kind of stick together, and you know, there's, I mean, it would be similar to to an NHL team, I guess, where you know you have your kind of core groups on on those teams that have been there for like, you know, there's like guys that have been playing on the same team for ten plus years, so yeah. so yeah, to be a new team and have uh, have a lot of guys that don't really know what the hell they're doing there, uh, it was it actually ended up being a pretty good season. Nice man. Where uh, did you guys like? Where did you guys place? In, how many teams are in that league? Even so, there's 22 teams in okay. the league. Oh, really? Uh, I thought it was closer to yeah. 30. Yeah, no, it's actually kind of small. Um, and we finished. We fi- ended up finishing like a couple points out of a playoff spot. The okay. Top, uh, it's the top eight teams in in each conference made the playoffs, and we like we missed it by a couple points. Oh, but, really? Uh, hmm. Yeah, maybe a good thing in the end because, you know, the season got canceled anyways. I guess we got to get out of there a little bit earlier. Right, yeah. Which right. was kind of nice looking back, so. Yeah, shit. S- season runs pretty much the same as the NHL, or is uh, it kind of? It's, it's about a month earlier. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, shit. So is it, uh, like, mostly Russian players? I'd say so, yeah. yeah. There's, uh, yeah, I mean, so most of the teams are Russian. Mm-hmm. There's actually... I think six or seven. Or so there's some teams maybe, from like Sweden and Finland. And yeah, stuff maybe, mixed in, aren't maybe six other countries. There's okay. uh, Finland, Kazakhstan. It's like some wild places. Yeah. Uh, Latvia. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? 
Jeez, I'm not going to be able to think of it now. But yes, there's like six or seven countries. So there's a fuck ton more traveling involved, eh? Yeah. Especially for your I, team, yeah, right? Yeah, like, man, we, we would say... What's like, the closest I, team? Kazakhstan team? Probably? Closest team's actually uh, far eastern Russia. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's... <laughs> so, Way there. so that's only like a couple hour flight straight north for the most oh, yeah. part. But, yeah. um, but then we also fly to Finland, which is 15 hours. 15 hour travel oh, days. Oh, man. So. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, and then we'd, I mean, we'd be flying through time zones. Like, I think Finland was six time zones. We'd fly to Moscow all the time. That was like four or five. And, mm. like, so your sleep, sleeping schedule is always fucked up. And Yeah, you know, that, we would always, that would be the hard part. It's yeah, tough, yeah. Like, we pretty much drink it off or, <laughs> or do, yeah. do what you got to do. But, um, but, yeah, a lot of sleeping on the planes and stuff like that so it's definitely that's a bit of a wake-up call trying to trying to hop into that yeah that's a big factor i guess right i've never even oh, yeah. thought about it well like yeah like even north america is what four time zones total yeah right not... yeah. Oh, that yeah pacific one, that one ours, this one central one. eastern there you go. and yeah. then even like east coast teams will complain about pelly and west coast teams or yeah, whatever exactly. right that's, so. and that'd be our that'd be our best flight yeah be like, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah yeah, we're flying across five or yeah. six, and when you're uh, when you have to like play a game or when you show up, uh, you get there that night, and it's like so. Is the game it's, been, it's one is it usually already. the next day sort of thing so or what? I mean, normally we'd fly in. They'd normally give us like two or three days. Oh, okay. If yeah. it was a long one, they'd they'd give us a couple of days for right, sure too. Right. But uh, but yeah, like you'd fly in, we'd get into into Moscow, and it'd be it'd be like one in the morning, mm-hmm. and everybody's wide awake because we would. Cause it's like, what's eight, eight o'clock for us, 8 PM. Like nobody's falling asleep and, and whatnot. So that'd be tough. But, uh, the other solution to that was, uh, sometimes we'd, we'd fly into a place and then you just stay on that time zone. So, right. Because you have longer like home stands and road stands. Yeah, exactly. You? Yeah, it's like normally it's a couple weeks mm-hmm. minimum if we're flying uh, pretty far. But uh, yeah. but yeah, so like we'd fly into Moscow and we'd be on a two or three week road trip and and if we'd have to fly you know through through time zones the whole time we'd kind of just we get into Moscow everybody get acclimated to the time and then we'd literally stay on that time zone for the rest of the road trip. So like our schedule would be it, the schedule would be really messed up, but it would be kind of like a normal day for us so i guess that makes it mod i don't know makes it a little bit better but like don't they say it's a day for every hour you travel to adjust to that time zone or something live still because i've it's taken me like two weeks to adjust yeah or (laughs) i I wouldn't be too surprised on that yeah that does sound very uh i would not want to be the whoever does the scheduling the oh, team. oh god like, like oh, that'd man. be a nightmare okay we're playing moscow now we're playing Finn. like <laughs> hello oh, man we actually have a how like our, our guy that kind of does all that stuff like mm-hmm. he's unbelievable and so so we get into china and like this guy basically does everything for everybody like we're like i remember whatever i signed and then i'm like okay what the hell am i doing like i don't have a clue what i'm doing like am i supposed to book flights am i supposed to what do i what do i bring am i going to be in a house right. like where do I go? All this stuff. So, so there's like basically one guy that we that the whole team goes through, and uh, and so he 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 helped me out uh, with a lot of stuff. And then we get into China, and, and uh, we're we're going through training camp, and and he's stressed out, and everybody's giving him shit, and he ends up like freaking out, like having a having a night where he's just like, I'm done with this shit. Ends up quitting, and so he so he quit for like for like a week, and everybody was like in complete panic mode because nobody else 
does any of that stuff. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you guys already there. Chi- yeah. We were already there yeah. and everybody's like, Oh my God. Like the, the GM's like talking to guys about shit he shouldn't be having to. And, um, you got the coaches trying to make up for everything where, uh, it, it got things got pretty crazy guys yeah. were like panicking and and all of us i think they kind of begged him to come back and he was like all right like all right let's do this maybe treat me a little bit better next time so because you guys are actually <laughs> fucked without me but yeah uh, bump yeah. the salary yeah, so that was pretty yeah. wild Damn. was it uh yeah so like did you live in like an apartment hut like it was beijing right yeah so in beijing um and i i actually lived in are there houses or is it just all condos not a single house yeah it was actually funny. We were talking with someone like the the Canadian guys on the team. It's like you don't see a sing like uh, you don't see a single house when you're over there in general, and that's not mm-hmm. even in in China. That's like like all these European Europe, yeah. countries and and mm-hmm. whatnot. It's just everybody's living in in apartments and stuff. And and I mean China or China's even worse for that. Like China's just it's just apartment buildings. Like you wouldn't see a house right anywhere. And hmm. so. So kind of went in with the hope that, uh, that we'd be able to get like a nice apartment or, Mm -hmm. you know, something would be set up for us where you can have kind of a little bit of Western stuff and you don't feel like you're, you know, living right in a little slice of home kind of thing. Exactly. But that didn't happen. So, um, it's actually super expensive to, to get a bigger, like a, like a nice apartment, like something that we would think was, was like a standard apartment. Like they, they didn't really have a lot of that there. Everything's small and, oh yeah everything's very small and crammed together and <laughs> certainly and uh so so yeah i basically lived in a hotel all year it kind of seemed like it was going to be the best option um and yeah i'd basically check in and out every like couple weeks i'd uh, we'd get back to china i'd go straight to the storage room uh they'd bring my shit out i'd haul up like four suitcases because i thought it'd be i'd be going there and like you know kind of unpacking and living in a house but Basically, just ended up having all this extra shit that I'd have to pack up and oh, shit. and uh, like and unpack, you know, throughout the whole year, which was pretty brutal. But hmm. uh, but yeah, wow, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it was the same some, hotel though every time you came. For back, the or? most part, okay. we would switch a little bit, but uh, but yeah, some guys lived, some guys had like Airbnbs. There was actually a guy on the team. Uh, so because of that coronavirus, um, we ended up leaving pretty early mm-hmm. uh, out of China going to Russia, staying there for a while. And, and so like everybody was under the impression, like we ain't going back to China, like crazy shit's going on. Uh, not a chance, like, unless it was absolutely essential. Like I don't think anybody was going back, but, uh, a couple guys got stuck in Airbnbs. And so basically they were in somebody else's house and they had to go back at the end of the year, like right when the coronavirus was kind of blaring and, and like pack up their shit and, and move it out. So that was, that's pretty tough too. Oh um, shit! Damn. Yeah, I don't. Wow. I actually haven't uh, haven't talked to him about how that experience was, but uh, <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare him. to say the least. Yeah. So, yeah. shit. Go Do you uh, full hazmat? Yeah. yeah, seriously. But even I'm just thinking as you say that because like you, since everyone's living arrangement was so like kind of temporary. Yeah. Like kind of the like psychology of that like mm-hmm. it would just be kind of discomfort the whole year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It'd be hard to get in yeah, a groove for sure. and yeah, get kind of settled. Right? Yeah, you don't ever really feel like you're at home which yeah. which would get frustrating obviously you, mm-hmm. you miss the comforts um i mean the worst part of the whole thing is that you're not you don't really feel like you're at home and then you also can barely use your phone because right i was gonna so yeah they have these that, yeah actually. so they have the firewalls up yeah and you legitimately need a vpn for absolutely everything oh, okay 
But do uh, they do they work there? Because I I noticed you like posted okay. some stuff on Instagram and stuff. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, how does he have Instagram? Yeah, well, so. in Russia it was fine. Yeah. Um, hmm. But yeah, so in China, basically the way it works is you have to get these VPNs, and but but the problem is like you have to have really good internet too, and like so if the Wi-Fi was bad, your VPN wouldn't really work, yeah. and mm. you'd be totally oh, really? you don't have a chance, like. So, so that was a struggle. Like before you, every time you pull your phone out of your pocket, basically you have to connect to a VPN and it's got to be, it's like the connection has to be perfect or else your, your phone is like just a insane. Brick. Like you can barely, barely use it. Like hmm. it's so slow or just nothing will load it, or whatever. And that's like, that's, that happens quite often. Is that a thing there? Like their internet speeds aren't quite up to, <laughs> you think they're, or what? I, I think their internet speeds are are really good actually but it's just because i think they're trying to block these like because block everything yeah, yeah they block the literally everything stuff. like you can't yeah. see like if you th- open up the internet like you're not going to see a single word in english yeah, there's, there's no google straight sim- no google. symbols yeah no google like no yeah. facebook no news. news not even like uh you, you couldn't even go onto a site where it was like you know maybe like a chinese like a chinese site with that's like you know informing right you or know, like a North American yeah, Chinese site exactly. or something There's like, like that. There yeah. was nothing like, yeah. so so that gets gets to be frustrating. And then yeah, you throw in the aspect that you're just like always in a hotel, like you got your your, your two beds beside each other and and a bathroom. Like it's mm-hmm. yeah, it gets to be a little bit tough. But yeah, that's the life out what, there. I what's guess. the food situation then? You guys just eat out all the, the time. Food is or? interesting. Yeah, so we for the most part we'd eat out. Um, when when we're in China, we it's actually funny that there's a there's a cheesecake factory probably like 15 minutes from where where we were and guys are legit that that's where they would eat all their meals straight cheesecake factory <laughs> breakfast lunch dinner like it's pretty absurd. They but, serve uh, like normal food there, right? Not yeah, just cheesecake. Yeah, okay. yeah. Heard, uh, KFC's actually pretty, pretty good. KFC's huge there. Yeah. KFC's like competing with McDonald's over there. Like yeah. it's oh damn really they are everywhere. Yeah, the McDonald's is okay. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like it, unless you're in kind of a a westernized area where there's mm. there's like, like a lot of people, like, yeah, like a downtowny kind of yeah. area or something, uh, or like in the malls and and whatnot, then uh, you can find yourself uh, with some interesting options for sure. But uh, <laughs> but I didn't find it to be too bad. Like yeah. it, there's malls actually everywhere in China, and and uh, you can eat pretty much whatever i mean it's it's a big city too yeah. it'd be like going to new york city like you're not just getting american food or true or whatever true. right they gotcha. they have yeah. all the cuisines like yeah so so it's okay it gets expensive to to not eat chinese food all the time but um but yeah, it is what hmm. it is what are you gonna do you can't uh you can't go noodles for every single meal right. so <laughs> did you guys explore a little or is everyone a little yeah nervous we ex- well i actually got in there north american palates <laughs> yeah yeah well i got i got there and i was kind of excited to to kind of try some stuff out but um so so yeah i ate uh i ate around a little but you know after after doing it for for a couple of weeks it kind of loses its novelty it's like going on you know vacation oh, yeah. and right by the end like you're, you're going like to thailand and meal. Yeah. yeah exactly and you're eating thai food the whole time or whatever like at the end of those two weeks you just cannot wait to get home so you kind of have a little bit of that uh going on in your head like kind of the whole time you're there because uh there's, yeah, there's just never really that comfort. You're never like, you, know, you can't eat a home meal. Like, hey, I couldn't cook a meal all year. So hmm. stuff hmm. like that gets gets to you a little bit. But damn, yeah, interesting. Wow, what was it like? Like just walking down the street, being at like, 
Busy. Let me let me tiptoe around this, but anyone I've <laughs> yeah. known who's gone to China says they get stopped on the streets and stuff. Like, did yeah, you? Well, <laughs> hopefully that's. Well, luckily I, I look a that, little Chinese. Yeah, so, that's so what that I'm getting helped. at. So, I don't think I was too out of place, but yeah. I mean, I don't. But if you're walking be, around with the hockey team, exactly, I'd always be walking English. around with uh, you know a blonde kid with uh, blue eyes and actually it, w- it wasn't too bad. I didn't notice it that much. Like you get this, like you can always tell people are staring sort of at looking them. at you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, a couple times like people would get super excited and like come up for pictures and stuff with, uh, with some of the guys and it's pretty funny, man. But it's not because they knew you as hockey players. Certainly not. No. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Damn. What? <laughs> That's funny. How, go ahead. I was just going to say like how many people usually go to the games? So we actually would have decent fans. I think they could do a little bit better job with like uh, with the marketing and okay. and whatnot. And it they have a full size stadium, right? Uh, it's it's, it's a smaller rink. Oh, I think okay. it holds like you know like three thousand. Oh, okay. Maybe. Like that, kind of that a might college be a drink sort of thing. Yeah, or yeah. It's kind of like a college drink. Okay. Um, we'd get some fans. I don't know. It was we'd probably get around you know a thousand fifteen hundred a night, maybe. Like there'd be nights okay. where where it'd be actually packed in there and there'd be like, you know, I don't even know. Max capacity was probably guess I'd, I'd guess like 3000 or so. So, mm-hmm. um, there'd be nights where it actually get pretty loud and it's, it's kind of funny. The, uh, the, the production value of the sporting events in China is quite, quite a ways behind what we know, uh, what we oh, know really? over here. In what way? Um, well, it's like, it's like, it'd be like here if, I don't know if Canada, like, if, if Edmonton tried to put on like a, a cricket game, like it, it would just like, right. wouldn't have the same little customs and stuff. Like gotcha, everything's gotcha. different, okay. a little bit disorganized. Um, you got like, like there'd be, there'd be games where, uh, where the announcers Mike would just be like, like a hundred percent maxed out. And like, this guy would be literally screaming the whole game. And you're like, what <laughs> is going on? Man? Like, yeah, this, this, this did the announcer insane. speak Chinese, I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, just, just <laughs> screaming Chinese shit all game. <laughs> But uh, but the fans seemed to love it. Yeah, uh, I think as as the season went on, like we we slowly to get more fans. And so, so the announcer would do like color commentary instead of just reading the stats, kind of thing. Is that uh, no, like I would say they probably want to explain more so it like, to the fans, right? You know, yeah, they, they would actually try and do a job of that. I think I mm-hmm. think they'd have like instruction, like they'd give out uh, like, like little noisemakers okay. and stuff, and it would have like the rules of hockey on there and and stuff like that. And so they'd try and help them along, but. Uh, I even I, I sat out a couple games during the year, and I think the best part was would be the like the intermission shows that they'd have, and <laughs> yeah. man, so they'd bring out they'd bring out like like two like fifteen year old like like younger girls, and they, they'd just like they'd walk out in whatever they wore to the game, no helmets, nothing, and they'd have them like play tug of war at the middle of the, at like the middle of the rink. Like, <laughs> like that's what? what they thought would be a good idea. And, and I'm sitting in the stands. I'm like, Oh my God, like someone's head is going to crack open tonight. Like, <laughs> like the, they're, they're just like playing tug. we like falling around the ice and they'd have, uh, they'd have people like come in and like try and shoot pucks at the net, like from, from the half. Like right. that's pretty standard, yeah, but, that's pretty but just like pretty crazy stuff. Like, I don't think you can, you can quite do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I don't know. They, they had some, it was definitely interesting, but, uh, not quite the same as, as over here. Mm-hmm. What about, so when you play in, I'm assuming that when you play in other, all the other cities, they speak like the announcers speak 
the native language. Yeah, to, yeah, mostly and, Russian. Right? Yeah, so. mostly Russian. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Um, Do the players all talk to each other in the, Russian? The players are pretty Russian. I mean, there's probably like th- like three to four imports on every team, and okay. normally those guys are North American. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like like you'd go, you'd be playing a different team. Everybody's speaking in Russian. Is, that's wild it's pretty wild yeah. i also think just sitting there and like hearing the announcers yelling in a language you don't understand yeah, and you'd yeah. be like what the fuck is going oh, yeah. on it would just Certainly. be so many variables spinning around you know? yeah there's there's obviously where it's more popular though in that league too yeah 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 for sure there's some there's some actually some pretty cool places to play yeah i mean you get into like moscow st petersburg yeah. um and then even even some of the like you know smaller smaller russian cities like more like in edmonton almost like mm. like those would be really fun places to play like we'd play in siberia and it'd be like the fans are going absolutely bananas the entire game like yeah. stuff like that so that was pretty cool as well nice what about so like what would be the biggest crowd uh, let me, th- I, I think some, some of those rinks in Russia, I think they're probably, you know, 12 to nice. 14,000, okay. like pretty big. Like there's right. a couple of rinks that are like yeah. legit rinks. Like, like if, if, uh, if you put an NHL team in some of these ranks, like, yeah, they'd be, they, they, yeah, they'd be like, yeah, this is unreal. Like it's, mm. it's pretty good too. So right. yeah. You, but you, they're still a little bit smaller. I'd say a little bit smaller. Yeah. yeah. I think we actually, I think it would actually kind of help us out when we'd go home because, We'd go home and like it'd be a pretty small venue. Like you don't get the same kind of noise. Like right. people are people like these these teams just flew in from Russia to China. They're they, I'm sure those guys don't really want to make that road trip. And so, so it actually kind of helped us at home. Right, we were true, just true, like, true. we got to the point where we were like, you know, this is this is what it is. Like we got to go out and You're play. You're kind of used just, to it. Yeah, yeah, we would just kind of play and 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 we'd have fun with it. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I could imagine somebody like. Like the Finnish team coming to China, it's like, oh man, I, I don't know about that road trip, but <laughs> that would be that'd be a rough one. Yeah. Uh, a little bit different than playing out in Calgary, eh? Certainly, <laughs> yeah, very much. So. Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Because you played two games, three games, four games, four games. Yeah, four games right at the end of 2017, and you scored a goal. Scored two, still two on, uh, still have, still on, still on a, a two-game two game game meter. Yeah, okay. I like to uh, <laughs> like to tell people that one. Nice, but, Get uh, the stats. Yeah, yeah, Calgary was great too. It was, uh, I had some some fun years there, but mm-hmm. yeah, nothing like uh, going over to China. Yeah. What was the like? So, because that would have been the biggest crowd you played in front of. I'm guessing at a Calgary game. Probably, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we'd play. I played all my games in Calgary and one in Winnipeg, and Winnipeg right. was okay. really fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was pretty crazy they there. I think they were having a love their hockey. Like yeah, they baby. were having a sick year that year. Like yeah. going into playoffs, everybody's fired up, and yeah, that was really cool. Get some. Yeah, get some I don't know. What's it like? Sure. What's it like standing, stepping out in front of seventeen, eighteen thousand? Yeah, people? man, it's kind of. hard. I always wonder what goes through those guys' heads. I yeah. know you'd get used to it yeah. eventually, but yeah. yeah, you'd get used to it. But uh, I mean, I was never to the point where I got used to it. Right. Um, but uh, it's you just kind of do it like it's you just kind of yeah to. you yeah. wonder like you know what it's gonna be like and then I mean it's kind of what you think you just you're out there and there's people absolutely everywhere like mm-hmm. there's and like there's people that that are like way up in the rafters you can't even see them yeah and right I don't know you just kind of I not really block it out because you know it can it's pretty cool you yeah. get some energy and stuff from that too but. Uh, but yeah, I guess for the most part, you just you just kind of do it. It just yeah. it is what well, it is. Well, once the you know? puck 
drops kind of thing as cheesy yeah, exactly. it is you yeah, kind of have you're to more play the so game right about, you, you yeah. click a little bit there yeah you're worried about not fucking up on the ice <laughs> more than, more than yeah, the fans yeah. really but yeah. do they tell you to like not look in the stands i've heard that's a thing no nah, not really no um i mean i guess it's kind of kind of common sense i guess yeah like to not uh <laughs> you know, not yeah exactly. waving at your parents or your buddies <laughs> out in the stands <laughs> yeah it could be a rough one the hot chicks yeah it's a, bit, it's a bit of a different uh different pace of things from travis moore's double Phantom double A team. Man. A good squad. I was going to ask, did you, did you guys play on the same team uh, at all oh at yeah. that point? Just, oh, yeah. one, just yeah. one time? or? Yeah, Bantam, yeah Bantam double. Bantam oh, yeah. Dubs, okay. Man. That was a yeah. fun year. Are you dub? Doesn't <laughs> he, even exist anymore. Are, yeah, he was at yeah. Travis Moore. He was a good coach, man. Yeah. He was fun. Was that, so you would have been grade nine and you grade eight? Is that right? Uh, I yeah. guess so. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. actually looking at, because I was looking at Hockey DB oh, or yeah. whatever. I was like. Where has he been playing? I yeah. was going through yeah. and everything. And, CAC, uh, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they've changed the, the name of the – of the. it's no longer Bantam or Midget. Yeah. It's like U15, yeah, 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 yeah. U16, and then U18. Oh, really? The whole, yeah. the whole hockey system's kind of getting it's turned upside down in, in Alberta. I it's don't know about the rest different. of – It's way different. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, though. I, you got all these kids going to – Well, it's all the private schools, schools and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's – it's crazy. I don't really know how that's gonna work because you have, you know, you have so many players, and there. I think it's like thirty grand to go. Yeah. To, yeah. To go to some of these schools, it's like, geez, you're, yeah. you're putting your kid in grade into grade seven or eight, and you're absolutely paying <laughs> out your like yeah. you're, you're screwed. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I don't know what these parents are doing. Oh, so do they do the junior high as well at like those like the X Academy I th- or whatever? I think so, oh, man. Okay. I yeah, think yeah. it's starting to. It's like starting earlier and earlier every year, and damn. Yeah, so I, I know that it was going on in the background when we were playing. Either. Yeah, well, that's kind of yeah. Well, I feel like when we were playing, it was kind of you know everybody would play for their club, yeah. mm-hmm. and but then you know you'd have like about half, I don't know half or so like you'd you'd have a lot of kids that were going to these hockey academies, but mm-hmm. that was more school. Like you weren't playing for your school, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I think that didn't all, have like high school hockey teams or anything. Yeah, really. exactly. I think yeah, that's kind do. of all yeah. changing, and yeah. and that's like maybe to kind of taking a page out of what the states does as my yeah, understanding yeah i, I, I don't guess really so know, but, but i don't know yeah, it's, i don't know it's how really it's different work, yeah it's, it seems and yeah the cost of it too is the like astounding thing yeah and yet everyone's kind of going for Legit it mind-blowing yeah so yeah, it's, it's pretty wild we'll see how long that sticks or if it kind of you know catches on and stays or what mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it is yeah there was some some big changes with that mm-hmm. and then because i think in like Someone told me the midget, like, I think it was MLAC and KC merged at a bunch of levels because yeah. they couldn't get it. They didn't have enough kids or whatever. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, it, the having all these kids going to schools now, it's going to really water down, you know, a, a, a system that was, was actually a pretty, pretty, pretty good. damn good system. Yeah. You know, it's if you compare that to, like, just the way hockey was in Edmonton for, for you know, youth hockey, like, it's – it always seemed pretty pretty great the the way things work but now if uh you know if you have a kid who's a superstar and he's and he's uh you know doesn't have his parents don't have the income yeah. to to put him into mm-hmm. you know the top of the line then he's granted you know, i do think they have struggle. scholarships now i think they do too the i've actually which i've is... actually heard about that too but i think that's you know those are going to be get saved for the next for the McDavid's best. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then yeah. you're going to have all these kids who... Kind of dispersed everywhere, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to have all these kids who are, you know, who have potential or who haven't quite, 
mm-hmm. you know, reached reached it yet or a little bit behind where they're not really going to have that time to level out, which, you know, right, I, think, right. uh, I think might be a, a tough thing over Interesting. time, but I guess, yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't really thought of that. Mm-hmm. Well, even like, cause you were a little more of a late bloomer in, in For your sure. hockey career. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, um, I mean, I'm sure my parents would have, uh, done any, everything they yeah, could, but, yeah. um, but yeah, you're, I mean, you're going to have late bloomers that, yeah. uh, that aren't going to be able to to make it through because or the kids who are legends in elementary and are yeah. absolute duds <laughs> yeah, <laughs> later exactly. on. But yeah, it happens. Yeah. That's super fucking interesting to me too because a lot of kids honestly don't turn it on till you know sixteen. So mm-hmm. it takes some yeah, kind of clicks time, or the sure. right coach or yeah. the right program or whatever, exactly. right? So yeah. Well, everybody that I can think of that was like killing it at like age eight through fourteen. Mm-hmm. People just picked up at 16, 17 and just kind of like, mm-hmm. it was almost more, you know, so it's almost like you're almost investing in mm-hmm. like this group yep. only to have this group. Yeah, exactly. And being flourish. Yeah, I know. You just be the real. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, that's fucking interesting to me, actually. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What, uh, so, I mean, obviously you've played in a lot of different leagues, right? Mm-hmm. So how, like, even how does KHL compare to, like, North American game? And yeah, then well, I know, like, obviously AHL, NHL yeah. is a different caliber, but is mm-hmm. there, like, is there an obvious difference between those leagues? Like, because it's younger, uh, right, you know? The, the KHL is probably, probably a little bit better than the American League. Right. Um uh, I mean, you have a lot of guys, you have some really good Russian players over there that, you know, just for whatever reason might not want to come to, to the NHL and, and whatnot. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, that the American league is very, I guess, Canadian American for the most part. Like mm-hmm. you don't have a ton of, uh, the, the only real, the only Europeans that you really have are the ones still trying to make the NHL. Like, you know, I think once, once guys kind of realize their shot might be over, um, like like a Russian player, for example, like that, that guy's go gone. Like he's yeah. going home, and mm-hmm. and doesn't mean they're bad players. Mm-hmm. Like some of these guys are unbelievable. So so you kind of have a weird mix there of of really young, like just superstar Russian players yeah. that you know can you probably be seeing in the NHL and pretty soon. You have mm-hmm. a lot of the and then a lot of veterans that you know go over to, go overseas to whether their career's winding down or. Mm-hmm. Um, just not, just not at the caliber to play in the NHL, but still want to make, uh, you know, NHL money. I guess so. A lot of those guys will go over to the right, KHL, right. Um, and uh, and yeah. So you, you have some, you have a lot of really good talent over there, and and then the game's a little bit different too. I mean, it's uh, people people think it's it's super skilled over there, and, and you know, it's just you go over score goals. Like I mean, I can I kind of had that uh, that mindset going in. Like I was like, you know. The ice is a bit bigger. It's more open. It's more open ice, and for that reason, you'll get more chances and whatnot. But, uh, but yeah, it's actually a very defensive league. Like you have like really good D man. You know, teams play teams play like strict systems over there. It's not like the run and gun that that you that like people I, I'd say over here would think it would be. So right. Yeah. Yeah. Really good goaltending. So like at the end of the day, it was I went over there and I was like, holy shit! Like this is it ain't going to be easy. And I think, uh, mm-hmm. I think it got a lot of guys learn that pretty early and, and, and yeah, the, the league's actually quite low scoring. Like a lot of, 
a lot of the games then end up being like you know one nothing two nothing two one sure. like yeah. it's pretty yeah. like it, which gets actually kind of kind of tiring to to see that but um yeah. but yeah it's it's a good league like it's it's fast and and you got a lot of really good players there so what about and we were even talking the other day about like the different ice sizes mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda so like that would be a yeah. Thing. That that's another aspect is, um, I mean, over here, like I mean, pretty much any league you play in, you got one one size of rink. It's it's probably going to be NHL size and and uh, that's that's the end of it. But uh, so in the KHL, you got three types of rinks. You have the NHL size, which is what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Olympic ice, which is quite a lot bigger like yeah i think it's it's massive yeah it's, i mean once you get out there it's like holy shit you're, you're skating on a lake pretty much yeah <laughs> and uh and then you have finish ice over there which is in the middle of the of uh of the other two so it's just to make it complicated of, yeah just right? to make it complicated so, yeah. and I, th- I actually think the finish team has nhl ice so i don't know how that even works but <laughs> um but yeah. uh but yeah so so going from you, you basically go from these games where it's very slow, a lot of open ice. Everybody's, you know, the, mm-hmm. the puck just, it, it doesn't move quite as qu- quite as quick. And then, and that's how we actually, that's what our ice size was in China. So it's like this huge rink. Um, it was Olympic fan, or? Yeah, in, Olympic in China. So you have this massive rink, um, not a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that loud in there. It's like kind of, it, it seems kind of dead some of the times. Yeah. And, uh and the, the game will be slow and low energy and whatever. And then we'll fly to Moscow and we will be playing, you know, one of the top teams in, in an NHL size rink and everything's mm-hmm. happening so fast. You're, you're like, Holy shit. Like what's going on out here? Like <laughs> this is the best team I've ever played against. And, <laughs> and so you, you honest to God feel like that some of the time over there. So there, there's a lot of hmm. just adjusting, you know, between, yeah. between ranks. It's, which yeah. is crazy. It's just, a, it sounds like such a wild league and not even in yeah. like a disorganized way. It's yeah. more so just that there's like, it covers so much land and like so many different <laughs> yeah. cities and like yeah. people and Everything cultures and shit. Like very it's just much so, so different. Yeah. Yeah, right? you're, yeah, that's, that's honestly well said. There's just, you know, you, you can, you can play in the American league and I did and you kind of just get into a bubble. Like, like, man, I'm playing in California. I go from one California city to the other and, uh, and life's good. You just say you're doing the same shit all the time mm-hmm. and, and you get into a routine and, and then you go over there and it's just it's a little more something, to the senses. Yeah, you get something new every single day and Damn. you never really settle in. So. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, yeah, shit. I don't know. Like what, so what about the, like, I don't know, day to day life? Like, was there anything just mm-hmm. really hard to get over? You were like, this uh, is the craziest land on earth or what? Yeah. Well, the, I'd say the worst the worst part of your day is is the tra is the travel the travel so, sorry not even the the travel between cities just like getting to the damn rink in in Beijing like it's insane so we actually actually yeah do people like drive do you Uber what yeah you- yeah we we pretty much Uber to the rink every single day um, we I would take the train I'd take the the metro every once in a while okay um, and that wasn't too bad we actually knew when you took the when you took the subway it would be it would be you'd, like a 10 minute walk, 35 minutes on the subway, and then another, you know, five or 10 minutes to the rink once you get out of there. <clears throat> and so that was one option. And then the other option is, is to take an Uber and it could, it would take anywhere from like 35 minutes to an hour 20. Like it was, 
insane like this this traffic is yeah it ain't yeah. no fucking joke there like yeah. you are <laughs> if you're getting in a vehicle at any point you're pro you should probably just like shut your mind off and just chill out a bit because you're just if you don't there. do that and you're like and you're worried about your uber driver like it it gets very frustrating like it's it's brutal you're just stop and go for like an hour 20 to go like eight kilometers like it's like oh might as well have just walked it <laughs> literally you could yeah almost you could you could almost walk. Guy, yeah. guy, some of the guys on the team actually got scooters at the start of the year. Oh, okay. And so like, they would, like mopeds? Yeah, like mopeds. Yeah. And so some guys would like scooter to the rink every day. And that would be a little bit quicker because there's kind, there's just you can kind bike of, lanes kind of yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's, that's fucking insane too. You have literally cars coming at you at every direction. People drive very weird there. Um, I mean, obviously you get the uh, – the stereotypes of the the oriental right. driver but um is it but it's it's very different there it's like it's just a different is it kind of um, like how is it the lanes are more recommendations than rules kind of thing yeah or, a little or, bit like yeah. if you've been to you know any foreign yeah. country like um, the like driving Middle is always East, different but it was, like that. yeah it was yeah. it's very slow everybody's always merging in and merging out like they're, mm -hmm. they're actually pretty good drivers there yeah. because you have they like honk as like a language yeah kind exactly of yeah, people yeah, yeah. are honking constantly yeah um and yeah like people actually drive pretty well there but mm -hmm. it's like more spatial awareness mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. less speed like nobody's really yeah. going like i i don't think i went past you know 80 kilometers an hour like the entire year pretty hmm. much yeah which that gets to be i know uh, a little bit. my dad's been to South America and Middle East, parts of the Middle East, yeah. and he says it's kind of like that, where, like, driving is this weird, like, it's yeah, very yeah. orderly yeah. here, but over there, it's kind of this weird, like, everyone just kind of goes Everybody and just does works it like, their way yeah. through. And, yeah, you know. it, there's actually less accidents than you'd think for for how much shit is going on at all times, yeah. but... Uh, What's yeah, the, yeah. Uh, like, nightlife there in Beijing? Um, also, do they have, you know how we have, like, downtown White Ave, where mm -hmm. there's, like, Calgary has, like belt line and yeah. whatever the fuck like yeah you, you, there's there's different i just areas. picture it as like one big downtown so like i i don't know it kind of is like that um and it is in the sense where there's just like fucking skyscraper after skyscraper absolutely everywhere like it, it doesn't matter how far you are from the middle of the city like mm -hmm. there are huge buildings that are yep. just seemingly endless so um that's pretty wild but uh but yeah there's areas that you can go out there's um there's actually one area that's pretty uh americanized okay um and that's where you know a lot of the tourists go and there's a lot of shopping and and a lot of restaurants and, and whatnot so that's probably the main area that we would that we'd kind of go out but um but yeah the, the nightlife's okay in china i mean it's i think uh i think a few years ago like they they were kind of trying to shut it all down like all the alcohol and everything and and it's kind of starting to to come back a little bit but um really but yeah it's it's okay like you can go have you can go have really nice dinners and then and then go out there's like you know there's a handful of of nightclubs that are actually pretty crazy um thinking of like it's like i remember one of the first weekends we get there and uh me and my buddy got separated from from kind of a group of us and and uh, we end up going, like, we get a pin, like, people are telling us to go to this place. And then we're, I think we hopped onto, like, a scooter. Like, somebody, some random person gave us a ride. Like, we didn't even speak English. We're just <laughs> kind of hopped on the back of a scooter and, and, and whatnot. And we, we end up getting to this place. And we walked downstairs. And we, honest to God, couldn't believe our eyes. Like, it was, 
it's like this ginormous like nightclub hall like it kind of like like if the shaw conference center was just like a straight club like there's just like oh, yeah booths and tables like everywhere the loudest music you've ever heard like you, you can't walk like you walk out of there at the end of the night and you can't hear a damn thing yeah um and then and then you have all you just have all the chinese just getting after it and it's it's actually pretty funny but uh <laughs> it, it was yeah it was it was a good time so there's there's some pretty cool nightclubs and interesting we're yeah. not in china did you guys um, get to go out in like russia at all yeah R- russia is the place to go out highly okay. recommend yeah um I mean that place is insane. I mean it's it's Russia. It's probably pretty much what you'd expect. Like just wild places. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> vodka is water. <laughs> yeah. Lots of vodka. Water yeah. is vodka. <laughs> no, I think that's vodka and wine is pretty much all. Yeah. I don't know if I drank a single other drink the entire year, but. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Can you elaborate on any of the? wild nights or are we gonna get yeah. anyone in trouble here do you remember any of the wild nights? <laughs> yeah I have definitely more yeah. important question yeah well um Ru- russia it's, it's if you go to moscow basically there's there's places like everywhere so you go mm-hmm. it's kind of similar i mean it's a big city you have yeah. really really good food in russia actually that's a very underrated thing I'd oh say really about, about the place yeah like just really good restaurants affordable um really good i mean the You've heard about Russian girls. I mean, the the Russian girls are no joke. <laughs> um, pretty pretty unbelievable out there. Yeah. And then, uh, and then yeah, that I mean, going out, uh, it's similar to China. Like you have these like you have these massive massive clubs that mm-hmm. they can go into. Actually, we uh, one of the best nights we had in in Russia was actually the Super Bowl. And oh okay, yeah. So we we had a game on the night of the Super Bowl and of course the Super Bowl in Mo- we were in Moscow and right. uh and uh it was it would have been I think like the game started at like four AM or something. So we played okay. a game, like everybody kinda reconvened and and then we ended up going out that night and mm-hmm. we heard about this Super Bowl party, like guys are just like kinda going through the weeds on on Instagram trying to find like a place to go and whatever. Yeah. And so guys found it, it we're like, okay, it seems like there's one Super Bowl party like let's go let's go like everybody's gonna watch the super bowl so so we go to this place and just a a massive like budweiser sponsored hall you got every every, all the beer it was like 40 bucks to get in and Mm -hmm. you have free beers uh they have like the lombardi trophy out there they have like the biggest tv you've ever seen and then and then it was just like a whole event the entire night. Like they had like they had cheerleaders at this thing, just like r- ripping around. They're doing like contests. Like people are just screaming and rushing on the mic. And and then the Super Bowl <laughs> came on, and and uh, and that was that was pretty sick. I think uh, I think guys ended up going to different bars after the Super. So the Super Bowl's on probably like four till eight. Yeah. And you had guys like that left that place and, and we'd go to like a different bar. Like you, you, like there'd be a lineup outside of bars at like 8am the next day. And you're like, what is going on? Really? Shit. Yeah. Hmm. Last call is a bullshit thing in North America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, I don't think what it a ends terrible there. Western invention. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> only a North American thing for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we had Damn. some, we had some pretty fun nights for sure. It's wild. I like that. <laughs> Um, should we pause for like five minutes here, gentlemen? Sure. Absolutely. Like to save our shit. Oh god. Always smart.
Okay. I think you're good. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> this uh, this computer is just tripping me out. Good. Anyways, what were we talking about? Golf. Wild golf. Marriage. Moscow. <laughs> good Some things. Great combo during the break. Um, so I know, I think a lot of people have probably listened to the Spit and Chicklets with uh, Brandon and Yip from yep. last year. Yeah, for sure. So, because I think the interesting part was him talking about the owner of China's oh, yeah. team. Yeah. Is it, so is it? Yeah, this, this is it a Russian guy? No, or he's is a he... Chinese guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, uh, I think he has a, a lot of money, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, yeah, he's actually a good dude. He uh, doesn't speak the, the best English, yeah. and we don't see him that often. But oh, okay. uh, but yeah, it's it's funny. You got this like he just looks like uh, you know your average Chinese Chinese dude, and and uh, just you, you see him every every so often, but. You know, the best part about this guy is he, he he'll come in after games and and uh after a win you know everybody's like everybody's in there you know fired up to see billy and billy's just going crazy and and he'll uh he'll always give us like an, a nice like two and a half three minute speech like a little too long and nobody can really <laughs> nobody really gets uh the, the gist of of what he's saying yeah and uh but but the boys just the boys absolutely love it that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I like it. He's a good dude, but yeah, he's he's he doesn't look like uh, like anything special. But uh, but yeah, the, the guy's awesome. I mean, he obviously you heard on uh, with Yipper's podcast uh, that he's got his jet and mm-hmm. you know, spitting on the floors and kind of doing doing his thing. Doing what he there, wants. Doing literally what what he wants. Oh yeah, so, I like it. So yeah, I was hoping to uh, hoping we get to see the jet at some point, but uh, you didn't. Maybe next year. Were you? Yeah. Uh, did the team have one? Uh, so we actually we charter flights. Oh, okay. Um, so just like just your standard plane, mm-hmm. uh, everybody kind of gets their own row, and okay. uh, so you can still lay down. It's pretty good, but uh, yeah, but yeah, not quite the we don't not quite, quite the get, PJ lifestyle yeah, We don't get the yet. PJ, and yeah. we don't get quite get to spin on the floors. So that's a Ooh. shame. Maybe in the future. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if you win a championship yeah. or make the playoffs, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that'll yeah, be hopefully. the reward. Yeah, I heard he's got Flight. a yacht too. So oh maybe shit, that, uh, maybe if we win a ship Damn. sometime. Why? Uh, did he just like hockey or what? You know I, actually, story? I don't know. I mean, I think he, he seems to love hockey. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so that's good. But, uh, but yeah, I don't really know what, uh, what got him into it, but, uh, you know, must've seen something and, and yeah, I mean, if you have the money, you might as well mm-hmm. start a, start a KHL team, have some fun. <laughs> what else <laughs> would you around. do with your time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? So yeah, if you yeah. like hockey and you're over there, so. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shit. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so interesting. I don't know. It's just like it sounds so different. It like is what we're so different used yeah. to or yeah. even think of mm. for, for hockey, right? So yeah. Well, it's. I mean, that's the the thing is is you leave and you're gone for you know seven eight months mm-hmm. and you're nothing. You don't really get to go home. I mean, we uh, one of the really nice things about uh, about the KHL is that there's there's these international breaks throughout the season. And oh. so basically these breaks will happen. There's three of them. And basically there's like a seven or eight day break from KHL games. And, and it's so that basically we can basically the, the countries with players in the K, in the KHL and then all those European leagues is actually all runs on the same schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, players go back to their home countries and we'll do like a little mini training camp. And then normally they'll go and play in a tournament with, with, uh, you know, three or four other countries. 
And so there's there's basically these like international oh, okay. kind of like friendly like kind of thing. Yeah, like these uh, national development kind of things. Okay. So yeah, they're like they're like friendlies, but um, but yeah, I, I guess it gives it gives these teams to you know just get a chance to get all their like all the Czech players in in one place, and then they play and and then kind hmm. of practice with their own guys. But so uh, what did you guys do? So yeah, the way it worked for us was that because there's not really a Chinese national team yet, or like they don't really have us doing mm. stuff in these breaks, we basically get these like four, five, six day vacations like during the year, which is unbelievable. So like, so you basically play hockey until I think it's November is the first one, and then all of a sudden the boys get like a six day break. We're in China, and we're either in China or Moscow, and then we can basically fly wherever the, wherever we want like we can we have the freedom to literally do our own thing so so it was pretty cool i uh the first break i actually came home uh came back to north america for a bit which was a nice needed uh break and yeah. then and then the other two we went we had a group of us went to south korea and then went to dubai for the other one which is huh, nice. pretty, yeah, pretty cool places yeah, pretty damn. cool to get to do like right during the season so so yeah. Yeah, that was that's that was awesome how so, often are those breaks? There's there's three of them. They're like it it break, actually breaks up the year really nicely because mm. I think the first one, the first one's November, second one is I think start of January, and then the other the next one's like start of February almost. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, those were sweet. I mean, uh, South Korea and Dubai are pretty cool spots. So did you guys come back with like? The like, you know, there's the Vegas flu. Did you have yeah. like the South Korean flu after that? Uh, actually, <laughs> it's actually unreal. Or we, Dubai uh, flu. We came back from Dubai, and and all the guys that went to Dubai like played unbelievable the next game. So oh really? You know, yeah, we were, you were off the hook. Yeah, Dubai crew. <laughs> Dubai crew was going. But, Shit. Uh, what was that? Yeah. yeah, damn. Where'd you guys stay? Uh, we actually stayed right on the Palm. Uh, oh, okay. In Dubai, yeah, yeah. like rented out an Airbnb. Uh, I think there was like five of us. It was like a hundred bucks a guy a night, and, and it was sick. Like you're pretty li- rowdy right on the Palm. Uh, so it's actually pretty quiet. Um, oh, okay. I mean, Dubai is kind of weird. They have interesting actually, laws. Can about you like drinking drink and alcohol. And, Yeah. What? So you can drink, um, but they they don't have liquor stores. So you have to get all your alcohol from the airport. Okay. So, which is kind of really? weird, but hmm. but whatever. So you do that, and then I th- I think you can only drink if it's like a register. Like there there are places you can go and drink. Like we went to re- like great restaurants with with drinks and stuff, and and they have like clubs and stuff. But I think it like it like the place has to be a hotel or something oh, okay. to to Just allow. Really specific rules. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty weird, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, super cool place. We had uh, we had a couple pretty fun nights there as well. Couple fun days too. Intriguing. You go yeah. to the Burj. We went to the Burj. Yeah, I actually went there. I went there alone. Just kind of buzzed around the last day. All the guys left, but uh, but yeah, we like rode camels and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, went to these like sa- like quadding through sand dunes and stuff like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We need to Photoshop oh. a picture of Spencer in his hockey outfit riding the camel so i think that'll be the cover photo for the yeah that'll just sum up his experience real yeah Yeah, get to (laughs) get to work on that shit man well i don't know you're a more cultured worldly net man now or what (laughs) absolutely man yeah (laughs) it sounds so wild (laughs) so it must be nice to come back here and kind of mellow out a little bit it was it was honestly weird like well, like I came home and I was like, "Fuck!" Like I haven't sat. Well, and you were forced to stay inside for yeah, two months or whatever. Yeah, right? that's so. that's the other thing. But uh, 
but the other thing is funny is like we're, we're we sit in these like Russian or Chinese cities and and like we all speak English so we just kind of say whatever we want and like because nobody else really speaks English mm-hmm. so like <laughs> there'll be times where the boys are like getting pretty rowdy at the at a dinner table like out at a nice restaurant and and you just kind of take it you kind of take it for granted but like nobody can really nobody right. knows what we're saying so like guys will say some pretty absurd stuff like out loud like even in like <laughs> yeah, even yeah, in the yeah. taxis and everything but uh <laughs> luckily that didn't come back to bite us in the ass but um but yeah so basically i came home and and i was like shit like i haven't sat in a restaurant where i can like hear other people having a conversation or like i haven't like ordered food from in english like instead just of like, just like pointing point. at shit yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and uh and yeah so it was kind of weird when i got home i was like fuck like there's there's people everywhere they can all hear what i'm saying like yeah so that was, that was pretty but pretty odd but yeah then we we went into lockdown for two months so it's basically right back into it yeah you mean i but, can't yeah. comment on the waitress's tits <laughs> yeah to her face like it's just swearing and yeah being, being idiots oh yeah damn what mm. other sports are big in china i don't even fucking know well, basketball basketball is kind of big okay. um yeah. olympic I, weightlifting yeah olympic weightlifting <laughs> i think that is that kind of their gig um it's i feel like it's a lot Isn't of like baseball like moderately sport. popular as well i don't know I, I didn't see any baseball shit when i was there like so. i know well i know japan's big japan for korea japan is, yeah. i don't and maybe, korea i thought maybe in china but There's, maybe they not don't really just they just don't really do sports over there i don't really mm-hmm. know it's all i mean you see like see the chinese teams in the olympics but really what they're what they're good at is like all the individual sports yeah mm-hmm. i mean the like you see the the chinese like divers and swimmers like right yeah, right you know are... track track and field the olympic weightlifting but like yeah. it's all a lot of individual sports not a lot of like team sports aren't really a huge thing there hmm. which i guess is kind of culturally accurate i mean that's just kind of the way it is there interesting just, Aren't they more like a collectivist? See, that's what I was thinking yeah. too, which is which is weird. But then, if it, they care more about individual achievement, I don't know. Weird. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, I guess they just what, I don't know, whatever it. floats their boat. Yeah. yeah. Well, what? Uh, so on that note, like obviously, or I shouldn't say obviously, but they're because they're working on a national program for yeah. hockey, yeah. right? Okay. That's how. That's part of why mm-hmm. this whole team is even a thing, yeah. right? So I don't know where where's that at. Like, do many? Yeah. So it's kind of like I feel like the only people who would play hockey there are like little kids if it's a new sport. Yeah. Right? So that, you know they're actually. I think they are trying to to grow it. I mean, I've mm-hmm. heard. Uh, I've heard they like they built a ton of rinks and like all this stuff, but. Um, but yeah, like we, so we'd go to the rink and we'd see little ch- little uh, Chinese teams, like y- younger kids, like you know, eight to even younger. Like mm-hmm. I, I think they are starting to try and get into that, and I think that's kind of what the hope is uh, with the Olympic team and stuff is that we're gonna, right? Hopefully, we can all play. Hopefully, everything works out smoothly. Hopefully, um, we'll is that get supposed in there to be next year. It's supposed to be next year. No, the year after. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, correct. Yes. Winter Olympics. Yeah. yeah. So I think the hope is that, you know, it'll kind of, kind of blow up like basketball almost mm-hmm. in a sense, but, oh, okay, um, yeah. but at the other, the other side of that is it's like, you know, hockey and basketball, like you, for basketball, you need a basketball. That's it. Right. You know, hockey is a lot of hockey gear. Is, and yeah, a, it's a lot of and gear, a, a lot of money. You need ice. Yeah. yeah. You got, you need all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, 
it's it's tough. Like I don't know if if they'll you know start kind of really making it making it more of like tracks. a government program where they mm. can actually allow you know players with like low income you know families or whatever to mm-hmm. put their kids into hockey. But um, but yeah, we'll see. Apparently they've built a, a ton of rinks and hmm. and you know we're, we're trying to like we get a lot of we do a lot of stuff with the like, kids at our games. Like we'll mm-hmm. uh, you know we'll skate around with them or we'll. They'll, they'll come out like in the pregame and they'll come in our dressing room we'll try and interact yeah. when we can obviously we all speak english so yeah but uh but yeah it seems like it seems like they the kids like it it seems like there's uh like it kind of catches on like the i think the fans started to really like kinda it and figure it out and yeah they kind of yeah. got it by the end of the year so so i don't know i, I guess we'll see we actually haven't heard a lot about uh, the olympics either like i don't even mm-hmm. know like I know that was kind of because uh, that you know, was one a thing the, for you too, right? Yeah, that was, was one of the reasons. Playing there. Yeah, yeah, that I wanted to go was you know potentially have this chance to play in the Olympics. It'd be pretty cool. Mm. Um, but we haven't heard a whole lot, so like guys aren't really that sure. But mm-hmm. um, it seems like it's going to happen. It seems like um, like things are going to start moving. I guess right. maybe once we get closer to it. But they do have the Olympic bid, right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, sure, it's or? in Beijing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Guess we'll uh, hang hang tight and see what happens with that. Yeah, hmm. interesting. That'd be pretty wild playing for the Olympics. Yeah, it'd be. It'd be wild if you got to play against NHL players. In the yeah, Olympics. it would be, that'd be. It will be, be wild. Be, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're gonna see some wild scores, I think, <laughs> if that ends up happening. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I think uh, they they kind of released uh, the the Team Canada like mock roster. <laughs> Uh, a couple months ago when we, we were sending it to the boys in the group chat on on the china team it's like you got Sidney crosby on the third line and like mcdavid's with mckinnon and <laughs> and someone else on the first yeah. side. it's like holy shit like this is <laughs> if, if this ends up happening we are out there against these guys like it's yeah. it's gonna be an interesting go we're gonna have to be shooting pucks out of our zone as quick as possible because that is about the only chance we have so <laughs> oh man so, 12. so was the goal kind of to have most of the, like, are most of the guys on this Beijing team, like a, a little Chinese or? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of similar to me. I don't know. Um, I followed their Instagram and yeah, judging on similar. looks, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not all of them really were. I, I yeah. Don't know. Well, there's probably I, almost half I'd say. Okay. Like, yeah. It's, it's actually pretty good. There's oh, okay. a, there's yeah, a yeah. decent amount, but, um, so yeah, we almost have like, Guys like guys like me, guys mm-hmm. like I don't know Tyler Wong and right. um, Brandon Yep, like mm-hmm. uh, all all good players and and trying to get out there. But uh, but obviously there's it doesn't seem like there's quite enough of us. So right um, right. So for now we have yeah there's quite a few um, just good old white boys on the squad and and those guys stick out like a sore thumb in China. Yeah. But uh, have, have, but yeah we'll see. I think. Um, I think as as we get closer, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe they'll try and keep doing more or whatnot. But yeah. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, they're we're trying to win in the KHL right now, and so you got to get yeah. You, I guess as, you have to as focus on that first. Too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what a actually has there ever been like a Chinese-born professional hockey player? Yeah. So there's actually I think like there's a couple that have been drafted. I don't okay. know about born like born in China playing in the NHL. Of, I, don't, I think there's there's a couple here or there that like recently maybe been drafted sort and, of cracked and it, uh yeah. and I mean I I probably played with these guys this year like I played <laughs> with uh with a couple guys that mm-hmm. have 
have been drafted to the NHL, and I think there's there's like you know three or four that are fully Chinese. They they uh, they for the most part play on the on the VHL team, which is kind of like what the American League is to the NHL. Mm. Oh, um, okay. Guys, yeah, they would go up and down a little bit. They'd be with our team a lot, and then. And right, then get right. Sent down for okay, kind of so like the, development, but uh, but so yeah, the, there's like there's a few of them. Okay, yeah, there's the, actually there's the a K- big big young D man who's actually okay. pretty decent. Um, couple forwards, so so yeah, we'll see if uh, interesting. Yeah, I'm sure they'll get keep getting better over the next couple of years, but yeah, maybe um, in the future. Uh, so the KHL does have like a secondary league. Yep, yep. It's called like the, an AHL to the yeah exactly. Okay. It's called really? the VHL. It's actually. Does I think, that I think this team have to travel as much too? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think this is insane is that this, the VHL team, uh, they travel almost as much as us. Like, and they're, they have to take commercial flights and like, I can't, oh, God. I can't imagine, uh, oh, some oh. of those travel days. Like it's, Oof. yeah, it's yeah. probably, probably gets tough. I don't know if you guys know Brandon McGee. Uh, he's, he's from Edmonton. Yeah, that name sounds boy. familiar. Um, and he was, he was with the VHL team okay. for the first couple months. He ended up being with us the rest of the year, but, but yeah, he said like you know, that it's the same travel, but he, like, shittier he might be quality in of seat. travel. Who knows? Oh. Yeah, it's oh man, insane. Perfect. So, because yeah. 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 like the whole region, like AHL East Coast is more divisional to cut down on travel costs, right? For sure. So that's kind yeah, of the business sure. side not, of it. So uh, not there. I mean, it's tough, right? Yeah. Well, so what are you going to do? Out. Right. Um, you can have your actually, affiliate team in Russia. Like yeah, that. exactly. There's yeah. actually a couple more Chinese teams in that VHL. Oh, league, okay. So, are there, there? so that makes a little, a little better. better. I think there's like three teams, two in are Beijing, they, one, one or two. Are elsewhere. some of them like just, do they all have affiliates or how does yeah, that work? Actually, I, th- I think, I would say that every KHL team has an affiliate. I don't know mm-hmm. if they all are in the same league or, mm. or how it oh, works, okay. but yeah. Uh, but yeah, like there is, you got VHL teams everywhere, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's yeah, I'd say pretty much every team would have one. So I don't know too much about that, mm. but interesting. But yeah, I can't imagine their travel though. I know in some European leagues, and maybe this is a thing in the past, I don't believe KHL mm-hmm. was ever like this, but they're more like soccer leagues where you can get relegated if you finish yeah, last yeah, with the Tier 2 league. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, they, they, none of that is happens in the KHL. Oh, okay. But, well, but yeah, like, div up, div down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really? I think yeah. that's more like Sweden instead. Like, uh, yeah, I it's don't more know. like Czech and I, but, Austria and cause, Hungary. Like well, because like KHL is moderately new like it's in our lifetime yeah. right yeah for the most part because there was the russian super i think they tried to be more organized and yeah, more like yeah. the nhl yeah right yeah so, i think so league? yeah that might be it what other are there other european leagues why are they skipping my mind right now? like sweden german okay. sweden german finland, finland czech yeah. switzerland yeah. i mean any yeah, any much, team that has like a good olympic presence has a yeah pretty much decent, every country yeah and any small country league. technically has a pro, like yeah. England has a pro hockey league, yeah. right? But it's really? kind of like all over the place. It's like yeah, just completely the, the minor pro leagues, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you don't really make a living other than in the top ones, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah but there's definitely some mm-hmm. some really good hockey in those leagues too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, even like I remember once upon a time looking at like my family is danish so i looked at the danish league yeah and like the top guys in that league had a bunch of them had like at least played in the nhl or like oh, yeah. like for a game or two even yeah, for sure kind mm-hmm. of thing so it's like oh shit mm-hmm. like i thought it was like it's a way higher caliber than yeah yeah i kind of yeah, gave actually, it credit for yeah there's a lot of uh, i mean i played with 
with a lot of guys this year that have been been in you know two or three leagues, like guys who've played in the German leagues, mm-hmm. and the Czech league, and <clears throat> the Finnish league, and all that. So and guys, guys like it. I mean, it's a it's a cool it's a cool uh, career to have because really, if you're if you're good enough, you kind of have this opportunity to to really just travel the world and live in some amazing places. Yeah. You know, make some pretty good money and. Mm-hmm. And just really see what's out there. So that's absolutely that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty unique experience. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And obviously, you, <laughs> I think you may have gotten the, the more extreme end of it. <laughs> the most but that's good. The, the most unique of them. But yeah. that, that's yeah, awesome. We'll, we'll maybe tone it down in the future. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. So what? So what's net? You have one more year on. With yeah, them one too? more year on the deal. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of see how the year goes, I see guess. Happens, um, yeah. yeah, obviously I want to try and have a really good year and mm-hmm. then, and just kind of leave some options open for myself. But yeah, but yes, because you know there's nothing really set in stone yet with with anything. So so yeah, the the main focus is go back there, have a really good year, and then I guess we'll we'll see how it goes after that. Yeah, get a chance to get toasted on national television by <laughs> mcdavid i mean yeah i'd probably take that opportunity anyways right pretty so. good time <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. Take it. beauty okay well fuck i mean we're a little over an hour shall we call it a sure episode absolutely yeah, yeah thanks for having all me, right yeah thanks so much for joining us yeah, yeah, we yeah. appreciate it man we'll uh we'll have to do the follow-up episode next summer kind yeah. of thing <laughs> yeah we'll see how things went yeah exactly <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> awesome Alrighty. peace out